Let's hit you with part two, 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 two. Yeah, I'm just playing back again. We're going to go with part two now with uh, our good friend, Daniel. Uh, we're going to continue to chop it up. You know, we just heard his, his great adventures with, of all things, traveling with boot camp click. He got, a, he got their hotel rooms. The story is just wild. I just, I'm just like totally blown away. Anyways, we're going to continue. Part two with Daniel. All right, so we'll Hello? we'll continue. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. So uh, it dropped. It happens. No worries. We'll just keep. Sorry, it man. A call came in, so that might that was on my end. Oh, uh, and no worries. No worries. So again, really awesome conversation so far. So, but I, I really, you know, as we kind of get close to wrapping up here, a couple other ones that I kind of wanted to ask you, just your opinion. So, you know, it's kind of more so on the the producer side. So. Who, you know, would you choose is the better of the two producers? Would you choose DJ Premier or would you choose P-Rock? I'm a primo guy, I got to say. All right. Yeah, I, I feel um, you. And I love P-Rock is P-Rock. up there, though. I don't want any of these answers to sound like I don't I don't love his music. But yeah, Primo's just made some, I don't have to tell you, just some ridiculous bangers, bro. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I feel you on that one. So, who's got the better catalog, RZA or Dilla? Oh wow, the better catalog. Well, damn, I, I will. I'm probably going Dilla because, you know, just from a personal taste, um, Dilla is responsible for reinvigorating my writing. To be honest with you. Um, you know, in 2009, I did the Dilla Pickles mixtape, which is still available for free download at Danio.com or my um, Bandcamp page. You know, Dilla's beats are gritty, they're dirty, they're funky, they're soulful, they're a mix of all of the above. And I'm really into that kind of stuff. And I made that mixtape just because I was so inspired to write to his beats. So as much as I'm a Wu fan and big, big up to Reza, obviously, Dilla really is kind of responsible, you know, posthumously for resurrecting my career to be perfectly honest with you so you know if you look at his catalog and you're talking about 
you know, Common and De La and The Roots and right on down to uh, obviously Far Side, Slum Village, uh, such a long list of, of artists that he's produced. Common, it's, it's, yeah, you were talking about some of the just greatest shit ever. Yeah, no, I feel you on that one. So, you know, as much as I love, I love personally, Riz is my personal favorite between the two, but it, it's so hard to argue like how many different people Dilla has touched and yeah. like the feel of his music. So I, I, I got one more for you. And this, this is, okay. from, this is almost like you, you, two twin brothers that sound so similar, but you got to choose one. So we're, we're going Alchemist or Havoc. Who is the better producer? The reason I'm going to go Havoc is because, and, and again, some of these might not even be fair, but it, you know, Throughout this conversation, we've we've mentioned a few times about our attachment, you know, to certain albums or artists or even times in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to me, um, the uh, infamous album is just something that kind of it, it it's it's pl- it's it's place in hip hop history is so cemented as a classic that, in my opinion, sometimes all it takes is an album to solidify. A, a win in these uh, these verses that you're giving me right now. Like Big yeah. Pun is a great example. If, if we're, if we're going to be honest, he's got one amazing album, but that album is so amazing. Yeah, It is so amazing that it doesn't matter that, again, in my opinion, like, I can't even listen to his second album. Yeah, But his ca- Capital Punishment, I've said this so many times, it is an absolute clinic in lyricism. It is rap perfection and from a guy who was like what north of 600 pounds and you could hear it in his breathing it it was so incredible that you know and he was influenced by the same guys i was influenced by big daddy kane cool g rap rock him you can tell when rappers yeah choose those guys as their favorites and big pun gave a gift to the world in that first album um obviously left us way too soon um but man, that album, again, that's uh, literally when, when, I, when I'm asked to choose between one artist and the other, some, some have literally one project that is so dope that it's just, they win. Yeah. And for me, that's why I'm saying, to me, the infamous is, is that dope an album where Havoc's contributions on, on it are like, I'm sorry, I yeah. just don't feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, the, it's amazing. Yeah, you, you, you could really kind of tie those ones well together. Like it, sometimes it only takes one project. As soon as I say big pun, I think of his breath control. And, and oh, then yeah. I think of packing the Mac in the back of the act. That's the first thing that yeah, comes I to mean, mind. Yeah, that album. And again, earlier in this, and I mean, this comes full circle. In this conversation, we talked about who I was emulating as a kid. And I was trying to be Big Daddy Kane because Big Daddy Kane, to me, I credit him as having introduced that form of rapping, the multisyllabic interbar rapping, where it moved, the groove, the boo, the do, the do, the bang, the bang, the dang, all that kind of stuff. Which years later, you know, the big puns of the world, that's that's what they do. Yeah. And they've perfected or he perfected it on that album. You know, raps like dead in the middle of little, literally, little did we know every riddle's a middle man who didn't do diddly. I mean, that's 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 it's 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 stuff like that. It's just like, come on, you know, he's it's it's he his the album is filled with incredible lines uh not just the not just the you know the rhyming 
but the wordplay, the, 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 the metaphors and all those punchlines, just incredible. And like some producers, like the Primos, they've just made m- music so magical. Yeah. Like, you know, no one, there's not a, there's not a real hip hop head alive who won't blow his top or her top after, you know, that first note of come clean drops. I remember back in the 90s when that was brand new. I mean, it tore the place down. Yep. Um, you know, and, and I'm sure J. Rue would credit his, I mean, those first two albums, Group Home, who most people know aren't good rappers. That album was amazing. It, it may be his best production effort ever. Like when you, when, yeah, when, when, when you hear Living Proof, which is like my crew, my crew, it's our track. Like we lose our yeah. minds when that song comes on. And it's it's because yeah, of the beat. Like the, the yeah, lyrics are very simple, but the beat oh, is yeah. bananas. That that bro, you said it, man. That like Primo is is an absolute yeah. monster on the beats. There's yeah. no no denying way too many classics. And the fact that he's done joints for you know even the biggies and the Jay Zs of the world is like he's he's on yeah forget it on another yeah. on a level another level when you yeah. when you really think about it like and and when you think about it too simple his formula was simple yeah. he knew exactly how to program the, like some of the, I mean the dopest drums and his his loop creations whether he looped something or created a loop it was so catchy so definitive. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like when you say living proof, I, I, I hear, I understand yeah. I know exactly. And he just repeats it. Yeah. And then he has that little thing and then repeats it. And it's just like, it's so dope. It's undeniable. You cannot not bop your head. Yeah. His drum, he, he might have the best drums in hip hop history. So co-sign you know, that co-sign. What that. do you, you can't, you can't, there's certain people in hip hop's history. No one will ever be able to talk to. And if you make beats, or whatever your respect for beats are you just you can't talk to to dj premier now i would say the same for the pete rocks rizzas and jay dillas of the world um but man the the classic for classic for classic if you're going to list them i don't know that i don't know who beats primo mm-hmm. no Phil, maybe someone but i don't know who i don't know maybe i haven't heard them yet so <laughs> yeah and, uh, bro i, I don't I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna play ignorance. It's like you say someone's better. I haven't heard them. So yeah, yeah. Take it back to the early '90s to today. I'm not sure who beats him track for track, yeah. artist for artist, joint for joint. Primo beats. So honestly, so as we wrap up on that the hip hop segment, because I really just want to kind of touch about touching on your your love affair for for sports as we wrap up. Uh, you you mentioned you know, obviously multiple times now your love for Big Daddy Kane. And I too love Big Daddy Kane. Like he would be in my not top five, top three MCs, you know? Right. So, you know, I would go Nas, um, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane. And then we kind of get into, I, I kind of like, I almost cheat and call it top six because KRS-One has to be in it. I like right. Black I like Black Thought a lot, particularly, you know, like his level of consistency. And then, it big L is it was is in the conversation. Yeah. Any any yeah. two of those are in the five, and one is out of the equation. So who who would you know? We I would obviously cement Kane is in your top five. Who else would be in your top five of all time? Yeah, <sighs> you know, as many times as I've 
thought about it and answered this, it's always tough to say because the, and you know this, being a hip hop head, the conversation always, or the responses in these conversations always change depending on the angle with which you look at it. So if I tell you my top five favorites, I have to go back to my influences. And I grew up on Kane, Cool G Rap, and Rakim. They were my holy trinity. Okay? So Kane, Rakim, and G Rap. If you want me to round out my top five all time, it starts becoming a sort of um, revolving door with people like like Black Thought, um, you know, uh, a big pun, Nas. Uh, I even like Common and Most Deaf. Um, so that's what I mean. Like you, sometimes you have, you want to stretch it and call it a top six. I put people up there. I look at people like Redman and Busta as two yeah. of my all-time favorites. They're you know both I mean? incredible. Yeah, they're, they're, they're my... And then you start... And, and the reason I say it depends on your perspective is because sometimes you, you when we have these conversations... You don't necessarily judge a rapper on lyricism per se. Like, for example, Snoop is one of my all-time favorites. I wouldn't bring his name up in a lyricist conversation, but if you ask me who's, in the, who's the best, he's, he's one of the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So his music, his voice, his style, I wouldn't choose him as a rap. Like, see, if you asked me a question earlier about choosing a rap battle tag team partner. It's, it's different when, when you ask a question like, Oh, who's your favorite? Who's the best? Who's this? Who's that? So it's a really tough answer, but I'll definitely say that my grew up with my holy trinity being Kanji Rap and and uh, and uh, Rakim. To- totally feel you on that. It, it's it changes yeah. all the time, and and you know, it's really who you like, and 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 you're not wrong for whoever you like. I, I still re- and see this and see this is the thing, man. Like I would look to Big Daddy Kane's first two albums, stretch it to three. And say, that's enough for me to cement his legacy, just like the one big pun album, yep. right? Because of the six Big Daddy Kane albums, really the first two are the ones that are heralded. And when he performs to this day, predominantly his sets are his first, first two, albums. two albums. And that's because those first two albums, similarly to the other things we said tonight about Primo and, and all that, is they're so magnificent. They are such masterpieces that he literally could have only released those two albums and he'd remain having the amount yeah. of respect that I have. They're so dope. Okay, so, so that's the thing. If you're going to judge a man now, say, on even longevity or catalog, one of your questions earlier was about catalog. Well, there's a like Common, like uh, Snoop Dogg, who have no, like double-digit LL Cool J. They're in double digits of albums, right? They got 10-plus albums. Jay-Z, 10 plus, Biggie had two, yep. Big Pun had two, Big had L two. had two, and both of those artists, and actually all three of those artists, all three of yep. them, their second album came out after they died. After they died. So how fucked up is yeah. that? You know what I'm saying? It's wild. It's wild. You know, I mean, it, it is wild. And so that to me just shows the majestic nature of all three of those bigs. Four, including Big Daddy Kane. God bless him. He's still alive, thank yeah. God. But the three passed away bigs, Pun L and Biggie Smalls, all had one album before they died, and their legacy was cemented. All three. There is not a hip-hop circle of people who are worth their weight and shit who are going to diss any three of those guys. Yeah. Off of one album. Yep. One. Facts, one. facts on that's, facts. That's facts on facts. That's amazing. Yeah. 
you can't you can't you know you can't dispute that funny funny and i know they're talking about you know i know you you probably follow it closely like i have and all the verses that have been out since last year it's kind of been the covid yeah. uh the covid yeah. thing so you know we had um you know they most recently released that there's going to be I, I still can't believe they're actually doing it there is going to be a raekwon versus ghostface Versus, which is beyond me, how they're going to both do it, and I think it's going to be a, a love affair. And you know, it's like, oh, I, I love this joint. Oh, I love this joint. I love your bars on this one. I love your bars on this one. Hey, man, it's it, it is just going to be a celebration yeah. of those two dudes because the truth is, I actually think the verses is hilarious because they're on all of each other's songs. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Every Cuban, song, like, Cuban links literally. like Ghostface is on like eighty percent of the album. And, Bro, how many songs can they do where they're literally just solo? Like they not they don't have each other on each other. Yeah. So yeah, that that to me is um you know it's like Big Boy versus Andre or something, yeah. and you know they're gonna seriously you know but it's all good because you know what to me it's a celebration of hip hop. I, I think especially because of covid what else are you going to do so it's been a very cool thing to have uh, these verses um i think that um you know it just goes to show like the type of catalog a lot of these artists have and how much hip-hop has grown and how much hip-hop has provided the world in terms of content and material for us to enjoy for years and years you got these artists thankfully these ones we're talking about are alive and well yep. and we have hip-hop artists who are in their 50s and in their 60s i think Flava Flav just turned 62 the other day i mean that that's amazing that's where hip-hop is now and we can celebrate it in that way to have these quote-unquote battles which really is a showcase yeah. of the greatness of our, of our art form. Yeah, you know? totally, totally. And the funny thing is, yeah. so they're talking about verses and, you know, someone kind of started to egg. No, I think it was Fat Joe a while ago. And then someone, I, I think Swiss Beats brought it up to KRS-One. It's like, hey, so if we got you on verses, who would you go against? And KRS-One is dead sent and he may be the most egg, arrogant MC yeah. of all time. And he says, yeah. and he, he clearly said, there is no MC that could beat me in any battle. Freestyle versus you name it. When, they, when someone can come and have, I'll say 20 albums, because I have 23 and on the verge of releasing two more. So I'll be at 25 by the end of 2021. There's no one that can even come close to me. So they were trying to say, hey, would you do it with Kane? Would you do it with, with LL Cool J? But, you know, it's it's so interesting to see how, like, Karis one has his head in the clouds. And and rightfully so. Like, he's been, he's, <laughs> I'm glad you said he, it. He, he's, been out yeah. since, he's been out since 1986 or 85. Like, right. Right. it is what it is. But, you know, I, I got a chance yeah, to have I... dinner with him. And he is really? he is one of the most amazing people have ever had speak in in my wow. lifetime it was when the wow. temple of hip-hop came to toronto and he did like this right. spe his speech and then he did a he did a show um for uh for one of his most recent albums like it was the that album that had step into a world on it um 
Right. So he performed that the next day. And then so like I, you know, my friend found it like, you know, he was in some chat group and say, hey, you know, we can go work for the Temple of Hip Hop and say, what's that? And it's like, KRS one speaking tonight. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. So what we did is handed out handed out flyers about this Temple of Hip Hop that, you know, still exists to this day because it was just kind of getting off the ground. He was just kind of sharing and campaigning around um around the you know the eastern seaboard on, on what it looked like and decided to come to toronto and then uh-huh. so the one of the guys says like hey karis one's going out to dinner and you're going to this chinese place down the street you you want to go want to reach and i was like yes please and it's like he's gonna yeah. is he gonna be there and it's like he's sitting at your table so we sat at this table and then someone asked karis one a question two hours later i think karis one was still answering the same question Oh, I believe. You. I believe you. Yeah. So yeah, it's fine. I believe you. He's. I'm a long-winded guy too, and I think it just speaks to our passion. I'm so passionate about what I do that I could literally talk about it forever. I'm pa- literally anything that I'm into. Yeah. I could talk about forever. If we just had a sports talk, if we just had a movie, like we could keep going. And I know Karis won enough about him to know that that's how passionate he is. Is that he could talk about it forever. That's not everyone's cup of no. tea, but I respect him for it. I will say this though. I do not equate the quantity that exists within one's catalog as a way to say no one could battle me. Because the truth, if we're really, really, really going to speak the truth, I Got Next, which is the album you're referring yes. to with Step, uh, Step Into a World, that's the last al- Now, I have some of his other albums since then. But the last one that really had an impact was that. And right before that, he had KRS-One, which had MCs act like they don't know. All of the BDP material, KRS-One could legitimately do an entire versus just with his BDP and early, the only the three KRS-One albums, Boom Bap, KRS-One, and I Got Next. He could do his entire verse. Everything after I Got Next, no one wants yeah. to hear. And I'm not dissing it, saying it's not good. I can't even say I've, I've, I've heard all of it. I'm just saying that in a versus... You're, you're, you you're playing this. your best. What, you're playing your best, and often your best is what your audience says is your best, okay? I know what my best is, and often my audience tells me it's Dear Hip Hop, okay? So I know that if he played something that none of us heard, we might dig it, but if his opponent, whoever, he says it can be anyone. Let's suppose his opponent is LL, and LL decides to go, I don't know, uh, booming system or mama said knock you out or rock the bells and you come with a record that we don't know you're not winning no you know what i'm saying no. so you better stick to the catalog that you know is going to get the reaction and he has enough don't get me wrong he could still win but but don't say it's because you got 25 exactly. hours that's not the no. reason i'm sorry that is not the reason you're gonna but win. i'll tell you you sparked you sparked the idea the ultimate karis one versus BDP versus KRS One. That's the only verses he'd do. <laughs> he do that is he hilarious. would do the first three KRS One albums and the what is it four or five BDP albums Except head to head, and that's it. KRS One wins that's, whichever way you look at it. End of story. That's that's amazing. it. That, I'm that I'm, I'm sending that to Swiss Beats and and, and yep. Timbo as soon as we're done. BDP versus KRS One. That's a good idea. <laughs> So, hey, I I just as we wrap up and I know we could get, you know, we could bring you back again and just talk about movies and sports. But, you know, obviously you're a huge sports fan and you you love Toronto. So, you know, give us your your predictions on what happens to the Raps this year. What happens with with, uh, 
with the Leafs this year. And then, you know, again, as we, we, we kind of wrap up and I know it's a lesser topic, like what do you even think happens with the CFL? Like does the CFL flop, you know, they're trying to merge with the XFL and try to get some type of football happening. What yeah, are your thoughts on the very interesting that that merge idea is super interesting. Am I wrong in saying that Dwayne Johnson is part owner or the nope, owner of you, XFL? You are correct. Okay. So that's where the money's at. Okay. To be honest, it's funny. My daughter asked me the other, she goes, dad, who's the most famous person in the world? I go, I don't know. Uh, and I said, I know when I was your age, it was Michael Jackson. So I literally asked Google who was the most, who was the most famous person in, on planet earth in the 1980s. And she answered Michael Jackson. So I asked her, who's the most famous person in the world today? And Google answered Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Really? And I was like, Holy yeah i was like wow i would have guessed kanye or i would have guessed donald trump like unfortunately yeah, for yeah. the wrong reasons I would, no i think i think you're actually right about that but either way i thought that was it so i mean if if Dwayne Dwayne has i'm calling him Dwayne like i know him the rock has some magic powers he really does and i and if the cfl joins with the xfl i can only imagine that as far as what he brings to the table to make it a worthwhile product that people want to watch. And I don't know what that is exactly because I'm not a football guy, believe it or mm-hmm. not. Uh, that that's, that's to me, I'm just interested to see how this plays out. I have no predictions. As far as my predictions for my raps goes, I'll tell you this. When we lost our centers, both of them at the beginning of the season and we didn't replace them, I said, we're, 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 we're in big trouble because I didn't like Len and we already got rid of him. I don't like Baines and they did not, there's no, they did not replace uh, Gasol and Abaca. So that, that's been a big problem in my opinion. On top of that now you have COVID, which of course, as much as the NBA has attempted, I mean, I'm not exactly sure why they decided to go non-bubble. I guess that was a bit too much for the players to do a full season yep. with, but unfortunately you know, Fred Van Vliet apparently just recovered from COVID and Pascal's been out and OG has been out. Like we haven't been playing full strength, not even close full strength. And, you know, we started the season poorly. Then we kind of got back to 500. Now we're back under literally when I finish talking to you, I'm going to go watch the game that's been recorded, see how they do, but we're not even in a playoff spot at the time of this conversation. So it's just unfortunately a bad look for the team at present. Um, Some of it's not our fault and some of it is, you know what we need, we need to better manage our uh, replacements for superstar players. I know it's not always, listen, I'm no GM, but I wasn't impressed with the, with the starting lineup that we've had. Uh, That being said, the Leafs hockey season is also interesting because go figure we're the best team in the league. However, we're only playing Canadian teams. So to me, this, this regular season is a crapshoot. It's like, okay, we're going to be seeded really high in the playoffs, but I don't know. Are, are we contending with the, I don't know, the Bostons and the, all these other teams? Because we're not playing them in the regular season at all. And I'm curious to know how the playoffs are going to play out since they've created the divisions the way they have so that there's no border crossing. You know what I mean? So you know, it's it's interesting, but it's hard to make a prediction, bro, because shit, man, I'd love to sit here and tell you we're going to be Stanley Cup champs. But the thing about this season is we have zero experience against all of the other teams in the exactly. league that don't play in Canada. 
So I have no, again, I have no clue on what happens with hockey because what happens in, when they get to the playoffs, I don't know how, I still don't know how it's going to work. Like, is Canada Canada just good? Because Canada can't, you know, people can't go back and forth. So are the Canadian teams just going to go over there and play and they're, that's it. Like they're just going to play and hopefully they win and they're going to play. My guess is that they're probably going to do something. You know, like how last year they were in the bubble in Edmonton and Toronto. My guess is they may do something like that. Maybe it'll be in the States. I don't know, but I would be surprised if they keep traveling after the regular season, but we'll see, man, this COVID thing has really flipped and changed life as we know it. Totally. So, you know, my, my hope far and above a prediction is that everybody, and I'm not just talking about obviously these athletes, literally everybody, everybody listening to this right now, keep safe, man, be smart. Let's get past this. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I gotta be honest, man, pretty upset at the human race because we should not be in a pandemic one year later. That's my opinion. I really believe we could have and should have worked as a society to stop this thing. Like, you know, distance, wear masks. There's far too many people who think it's a hoax. I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm going to travel. I'm going to do as I please. I'm going to party. It's messed up, man. Totally. Really messed up thinking of a lot of people. And again, I don't know how or why it's political. I will never understand how some of these issues that have to deal with health and human rights are political. But anyway, without getting into all that, stay safe, everyone. Let's get past this, man, because shit, I'd love to get back to a game. (laughs) I feel you on that. I'm I'm so missing concerts and and sporting events like you wouldn't believe yeah bro like i want to rock a stage believe yeah. me believe so you know let's get past this as best we can yeah so hey so again thank you so much for your time today and and you know some just amazing dialogue on on your history and your love for hip-hop and us treating you know lots of different things so how, how do people find you if if they're looking for you know the next project that you're on whether it's musical or it's your acting career how do people find you on social media yeah, man. Well, first of all, you know, spell it, spell it, uh, Dan dash E dash O. I've been uh, 30 years in the game and people still can't spell my name. So D-A-N dash E dash O is how you'll find me anywhere. If you Spotify me or Apple Music, anywhere where you stream and listen to music, my music is available. On Instagram, I'm at Danio1010. No dashes on Instagram. They don't allow it. D-A-N-E-O 1010. Danio10 on Twitter. Danio.com is the website, dan-e-o.com. So if you can spell my name, you'll find me. All right. All right. So Daniel, and aka Daniel, thank you so much for your time. It's been an amazing conversation. We'll definitely have to chop up again, maybe closer when the, hopefully the Raps can figure it out that they're in the playoffs. And, you know, we got the hope that the Jays can be good. I hope so. The Jays look very promising this year. So fingers crossed. Jays, the Jays I'm excited about. We got some new dudes who who have definitely bolstered this team. Um, I'm not sure about the pitching yet, but I'm 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 definitely looking forward to a season uh, of of baseball. And unfortunately, not here in Toronto yeah. apparently again. But you know, I've always been a Jays guy, that's for sure. Let me let me let me finish by by thanking you, bro, because um, one, I appreciate your support, bro. Like you mentioned earlier, man. Like you put your money where your mouth is. You've caught my music. 
and supported my music and uh, you support me again by, you know, doing this podcast and just giving me yet another opportunity to get out there to people who may never have heard of me before. So I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Again, big fan and you're, you're a great dad and uh, you're a great dude all in all. So thank you for your time. We definitely have to chop it up soon and uh, be safe and, and take care of the fam. No doubt. You do the same. Man. All right. We'll talk soon. Peace. Okay, man.